Hello and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip? Innovations that change everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation from marketing. Moneyball for growth-oriented businesses, we say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. I'm Jeff, and once again, I have the privilege of talking to amazing people who are truly innovating in their particular entrepreneurial space, and we get to hear their stories. Today's guest took a gift from matchmaking and combined it with savvy business acumen and founded a company that not only helps bring people together to find love, but it has found its own perfect match in a spot on the Inc. 5000 list and has experienced massive success. She's been seen on Real Housewives of the OC, among other notable TV appearances, but today she's with us to share her expertise and her business success. From Luma Matchmaking, please welcome April Davis. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no, we're so grateful for you to, to, to take the time. Uh, tell us a little bit. It may Some people may find it obvious from the, the title, but I want to hear you tell, tell us exactly what it is Luma Matchmaking does for its clients. Yeah, well, it's actually matchmaking is a like 2,000-year-old profession. We mm-hmm. need people to find that person that they can spend the rest of their life with. So we're kind of like a broker of sorts and that we get to know our clients and understand who they are and who they're looking for in a match. And then we find them that person. We have our own Rolodex of individuals that we can choose from when we're looking for potential matches, but also we go outside of our own database and um, we have recruiters on the team and they work to go out and find that person, whether it's through social media or referrals or just like anywhere and everywhere we, we will find the right person for our clients. So it's kind of like, it's a search firm essentially. Yeah. Or love. Yeah. And you guys have had, have been very successful. Your success rate uh, is, is apparently really good. I think it's, I read on your site, like 83% end right, up in right. kind of long-term relationships. Correct. That's right. They end up dating someone, you know, not everybody wants to get married, but they sure. are clients. Um, a lot of times, you know, they might be divorced and they're not necessarily wanting to get married, but they want to find that person that they can, you know, be with and enjoy the ups and downs of life together. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, what you did before. So we want to, we want to know the story, like how this company came into fruition, how you started it, stuff like that. So tell us Mm -hmm. what you're doing before Luma. Well, I actually, the first couple I ever put together was when I was 16 years old (laughs) and um, I was working in a little cafe and um, this guy that would come in all the time, I knew he was single. And then one of the ladies that I worked with, um, I knew of course that she was single as well. And I could just tell that they would be a good fit. So I got them together and they ended up getting married and living happily ever after. But um, so then fast forward 10 years later, I am working in corporate America in process improvement. Um, That's my background. I had my MBA in business and then um, was working in process improvement. And I always knew that I didn't belong in corporate America. I always knew that I was more of an entrepreneur and, um, 
I actually used to race snowmobiles professionally for years. And so I had this more of a uh, just independent streak, I guess you would say. And I was just thinking, you know, what can I do that I'm passionate about, that I love? And, you know, it's helping people ultimately is what I do. It's figuring out how I can, um, you know, who can I introduce them to? Because, you know, what they say is it's not about, um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And making an introduction is one of the easiest ways that you can enhance people's life tremendously. Mm. And so that's what we do, basically. I, I just started doing it for fun and, you know, in the romantic setting. Um, I read online a lot of reviews of other services, and I thought, you know, I can do way better than this. And I saw where they had challenges and where they, if they changed the process, it could be a lot better. And so that's what I set out to do. And for the first year, I just was doing it for fun, building up my network and my database to make sure that I had potential matches if somebody was to actually be a client. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just learning, you know, setting up processes and systems and everything like that. And then eventually started taking on clients, eventually hired people. And um, now we are all through all the whole U.S. You know, like you said, we're an 5,000 company last year. And um, yeah, we've been growing ever since. And I have matchmakers working with me and for me all across the country now. Yeah. I think you said you were professionally raced snowmobiles. Is that what you said? I'm going to come back to that in a little, I don't don't want to forget that you said that, but, um, but take, but going on uh, the other stuff that you said there, I I find really interesting. um, And I think this is going to be hugely helpful to kind of understand your success from any business aspect. So you run a matchmaking company, someone else out there listening might, run manufacturing, but you run up against uh, the competitors, like you said. And what are what are you guys doing differently to kind of set yourselves apart from the competition? Or as I noticed in one of the uh, one of a quote that you had on your LinkedIn, um, the apps that are out there, even like everyone's trying to digitize and make this process an app. Right. Um, right. And businesses are trying to compete with that. How do you guys compete and become successful in that market? Yeah, you can't predict, no no one, no app, nothing can predict chemistry, ultimately. And um, there's just a lot of negative things. I think apps are great because it will expand your network and you you can meet a lot of people. Maybe you, though you're not actually meeting them because there's a lot of people that just use it for entertainment, you know, getting that endorphin rush every time that somebody likes their profile or something like that. And they don't actually ever get out and actually meet them anyone (laughs) so um it's different in that way where we are making sure that people are meeting in person and um, we meet with anyone that we set up any of our clients we actually see them we see what they really look like we see their you know their mannerisms or you know what's their values and um, just get a sense of their vibe overall and then um we will determine if they're a match for our clients. And when somebody becomes a client, we do a very extensive uh, person, like their personalities and background and, you know, their history of dating and relationships, as well as a personality test. Um, it helps to give us more information, but also for them to know themselves and understand how they show up and maybe if they have any patterns of, you know, maybe greater patterns in dating that they end up doing over and over again. You know, we're kind of an accountability partner as well, because we want to make sure that I'm not making the same mistakes over and over again. Mm. And I think a big part too, is that it's very personalized. 
we only take on about 15 to 20 clients per matchmaker and our clients have their matchmaker cell phone number. So it's very much concierge type of service. It's very personalized. You know, we go the extra mile for our clients to help them to be successful. So having that personal relationship with the, with the customer or the client is certainly what sets you apart from, from any, any app, of course. Right. Well, the Um, apps and then there's services, there's other dating services out there. mm -hmm. They may have hundreds of clients per matchmaker. So they're not, Mm. and they use other systems internally to, you know, match people up and really they're just throwing people together. And um, we, we know all of our clients, you know, we might help them to get new photos taken. We might um, give them, feedback on what to wear on a date, um, have them work with a dating coach on our team as well, and whatever it is that people might need. And a lot of times we're just that honest, candid feedback that they mm-hmm. need to hear. And, um, you know, that nobody's ever maybe told them before, but they, they need to hear it because some, a lot of times it's just, there's some little thing that needs to happen to some little tweak, you know, just turn the dial like 10% and that could help to enhance their, um, you know, the probability of them being successful on dates. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the beginning, the beginning of your company. Again, it sounded like you started yeah. sort of just consulting individually, sort of, was that um, yeah, well, professional, like for pay? And then eventually they're like, no, I'm going to make a company out of this. Like, tell me how that transition occurred. Well, I always knew that I was going to grow it and do it big, but I had never worked at a matchmaking firm. I had, you know, I was just creating the processes and the system, mm-hmm. everything, doing it all on my own. So when I first started, I was just doing it for friends and, you know, people I would meet that I just wanted to help and um, it will help them to connect with others. And so I kind of had, you know, it was practicing. It was like my internship, you know, internal, <laughs> just doing it um, more or less for fun. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I had, um, had the systems down, had everything um, at a place where I felt like I could start taking on clients and I had matches for them. And so initially it was just me. Then I hired, you know, somebody else to join my team and an assistant. And I was also working in my corporate job at the same time. So it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew that I wanted to go after this and, you know, be, to have this as my full-time company to um, grow it. What do you think the tipping point was for it to go from a kind of second or a side gig to your full-time starting your own business? Yeah. Well, so when I was working in corporate America, they had let my boss go. He was the nicest salt of the earth, you know, Midwest. He's Iowa farm boy. So he would (laughs) call himself. I'd been with the company for over 30 years and I mean, he, it was just heartbreaking. And I mean, how much he had put in, like he would take work home and he'd be looking at papers and stuff at his kids' ball games. You know, this is the kind of person you want working for you because he's so dedicated and so hardworking. Mm. And anyway, it was really heartbreaking when they called me and told me that um, they had let him go. It was just, it was such a not, a, not a cool thing at all for them to do that because they just replaced him with somebody younger and cheaper. And I just thought it, that was pretty disgusting. Yeah. And anyway, um, 
so that really, for me, that was the tipping point. That was, I was like that day I took my corporate, my work computer, put it aside got my personal computer out. And I was just, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with corporate America BS. I'm just, because it was just wrong on so many levels, the way that they handled it and handled, um, did that to them. So anyway, I, that's what set me like, I need to, I'm going to get serious about this now. And, um, and then I went after it. So that was um, like, a, I think that was like a year later I was gone. I was out. So yeah. Yeah. Or less than a year later I was, um, I had hired other people and um, had them working for me. And so things were moving mm-hmm. and then um, spring came along and spring's always our busiest season from like January till May is always um, busiest for us. And I had, way too much to do <laughs> in uh, Luma. And so I just knew it was time. I had to get out of there as soon as yeah. possible and be done and just dedicate full time to Luma. Yeah. How did you guys go to market initially, like in order to find some uh, clients right out the gate? Oh, just, I started with online, um, of course, doing organic SEO with blogs and social media and all that stuff to begin with. But then I got a couple of, um, spots and in different things where it was like I was on the cover of a magazine. I was um, also featured in a couple of um, news reporters had done stories on me. So that helped to get um, a little bit of attention there. So yeah. kind of funny, actually, uh, my boss at my old company, he had told me I had just um, started working for this guy and he had told me, he's like, yeah, you need to. Uh, maybe work on your communication skills and, you know, speaking up. And I'm always one, I believe like it's better to th- let them think you a fool than open your mouth and prove them correct. And <laughs> so, I, and, you know, a lot of times, and especially in corporate America, it's like, there's a lot of like squeaky wheels and people that just talk, but really aren't saying a lot. They're just regurgitating the obvious. And so um, I just about of the philosophy, like unless you have something that is, really contributing don't say anything but anyway so his feedback to me was to work on my communication skills well a week like within a week he saw me on tv (laughs) (laughs) giving giving an interview and um you know that i was in my in my zone like this is my thing i'm talking about dating and relationships and and so it was kind of like one of those insert foot in mouth (laughs) moments for him (laughs) he thought and um and he told me he's like about it he's Cause it was, it was just funny to see like when you're in a, an environment where you don't feel like you can, you can be yourself, you can um, speak up or you're not, maybe you're not passionate about it or you don't feel like it's a safe place for you to be able to contribute um, how stifling that can be for people and talent. And so that's what I, that's one thing that I keep in mind too with my company now and the people that I have working for me, I'm a big believer and you put people where they're, where their skills are, where they're talented, what they, what they want to do, because I mean, yeah, we all have to do some stuff that we don't like to do, but if you try to force somebody to do something that they just, they just hate, it's, it's not going to be good. It's never good. So I really try to accommodate to the individuals and um, get rid of the, I call it the corporate BS, you know, (laughs) you don't need to have a ton of rules in place just to have rules. I just hire people that are professionals and I can trust so I don't need to micromanage them. You know, it's really a, a, a call it, it's results oriented work environment. So everybody has numbers, everybody has metrics that you can track. And so as long as you can see 
their uh, metrics and their their output, and then they're doing fine. You know, as per as I'm concerned, they don't need to. I don't need to have them duplicating efforts and like um, you know writing down everything that they did and you know just to prove to me that they were working or how many hours they're sitting there put in this in a seat. I don't care about that. I care about the results ultimately. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys have been in business now for over a decade, right? Yep. Am I right? How many years? 11 years. 11 years. So yeah, well over yeah. a decade, a whole year yeah. over a decade. Um, yeah. <laughs> tell me a little bit about what you guys have done to innovate, to experience the success that you guys have had in the last 10 years. Yeah, well, I would say a lot of it is, you know, getting the systems, right? Using, um, creating and using a new CRM and tracking the right kinds of metrics that are important. Um, again, my background's in process improvement, and I've had training in Lean, and um, I've read the book Traction, EOS, and I pull from that a lot of um, different things. So when I'm talking about how you know everybody has a number, you know, it's how many how many dates did you set up, how many interviews did you do to um, you know vet people on behalf of our clients, because on average, we end up interviewing about 50 people per client. So wow. it tells me, yeah, so it tells me, you know, how much the matchmakers working um, for their client and, you know, what's their, what's their success rate, um, you know, different metrics like that will tell me a story about how successful that individual matchmaker is. And, you know, that's those kinds of things help you to be able to manage a team, especially a virtual team, because we're spread out all over the country, even before COVID, you know, we mm. were, all over the place. So those kinds of things I think are really important. So if anyone hasn't read EOS or traction or anything about that um, at this point, they really need to get on that bus and um, check it out. Even if you don't have a big company, but I think if you, um, when I first read it, I, I didn't have that many people working for me, but um, I think it's important to get those kinds of things in place. So you know what to measure because ultimately that's what this, if you're successful, it's because your numbers are, looking positive and if you if you don't know where you're at then it's that's as a manager a leader business owner whatever you need to have a pulse on your your company i understand why so many companies fail it's Hmm. because they don't understand their numbers they don't know their numbers and you don't have to have an accounting degree to to figure this stuff out but you have to also train to your weaknesses so yeah you know, study whatever you don't know, or make sure you have somebody that can help to teach you. And you can't just rely on them to know it because if they make a mistake, then it's really, it's you that ends up that sure. long-term. So, yeah. What's the future look like for Luma? What do you guys, how do you expand what from here? Where do you grow, grow from here? I um, am really focusing on social media and getting out there and growing because that's where marketing is at and where it's, where it's going. We didn't where it's been, you know, if I would have had the time and capacity to be able to focus on it 10 years ago when I started as much as I intend to, or my plan is to now, um, you know, we'd be probably three times bigger than we are now, if not more. Um, but now I have the right, the great team in place and management in place to be able to help, um, help do everything so then I can really focus on our, um, just getting the word out there and, you know, getting a lot of it really is just getting um, information to people, tips and advice. And, and then that stuff we can then package and give to our clients as well. You know, it's helpful to them. You know, I create a lot of videos and um, 
blogs for our clients. So if they're having trouble doing X, Y, Z, like here, watch this video. I already talked about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that has really been helpful to people. So that's the thing. That's a big part of what we're doing. Um, and, you know, just continue growing organically like, like how we are. But I see doing more on the, we do get a lot of, with the coaching, um, every year I bring the team together and I will hire different speakers and um, trainers, different coaches. And we had a relationship there as therapist at the last one. And they are teaching, they taught my team different tools and um, tips and things that they can use to not only, you know, help our clients, but just help them to do, you know, show up better and um, be a better performer, feel better about what they're doing. And, um, you know, I hired somebody that's like, um, that is a organic, that is a, a chef that can, um, you know, I think because there's so much, so much of how you perform has to do with how you feel, right? And so mm-hmm. I think it's, especially when we all work from home, healthy eating habits are so important. And I, I care about the health of my team. So I wanted somebody that I could teach about inflammation and, you know, eating healthy and, you know, things to do because a lot of times stuff that we um, eat, it's not healthy for us. So like that's yeah. an example. Um, another person talked about personality test and that's what we've implemented now for our clients. We do with them. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things like that. So we'll continue to grow and expand and learn new things for, to help our help clients. That's awesome. Before we go, I do want to just ask, how does one get into professional snowboarding or snow, <laughs> snow, snowmobile snow racing? racing yeah. Yes. So I'm from Northern Minnesota and um, you go ice fishing in the winter <laughs> yeah. and go skiing, um, snowmobiling. So that's what I grew up doing. I have brothers and um, grew up on a lake. So we would, my brother got into it. So then I followed right after him and I started when I was 13, 14 and then went pro when I was 16 and retired um, right around the time, <laughs> right before I started the company actually. So interesting that so once i wasn't racing anymore i'm like i need to channel i need to you know do something else (laughs) that i'm passionate about and yeah it's um but i think you know with racing you definitely very competitive um you learn to be really resilient i mean when i raced i would literally i've had a concussion and you get back up and you race or i've dislocated my shoulder and race and like the other ladies that i would race against same thing and get the wind knocked out of them. They get back on the side and they go like, you're, they're so freaking tough. Wow. You <laughs> yeah. I can imagine a lot to like make one of us stop. So yeah, they're hardcore. So anyway, awesome. I mean, those are great things that help me to be successful in my business too. Sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with us on the show. Before we go, I do want to give you a chance to tell folks how they can find you, uh, yeah. your website, stuff like that. So go ahead. Anyone can go to our company's website at lumasearch.com. And LUMA stands for luxury matchmaking. It's L-U-M-A search.com. And just fill out the profile form. If you want to become a client, you'll, um, you either way, you'll be able to talk to one of the matchmakers and she'll tell you about the program, determine if we can take you on as a client. And if not, you can also be in our database and there's no charge for that. But it's, you know, it's easy. It's painless. They're super nice ladies. I promise they're not going to tear you apart like some people do on TV matchmakers. It's not, that's not what we do. We're very nice 
people and um, we're just here to help. And I mean, everyone that works for me have been in the industry for five plus years and they're very passionate about this. So love to meet you. Awesome. We thank you for listening to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our show, What Makes Them Tip, Innovations That Changed Everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit arcalea.com slash guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag Arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player and a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening and thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.